Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. It's 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Again, uh, full spoiler alert here for you. England, Croatia, tied... 1-1, 77th minute. England and Croatia tied 1-1 in the World Cup. Winner advances on to play France, who are ridiculously young, skilled, and gifted. Uh, this is Oilers Now, the best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza, multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza is Edmonton-owned and operated for the last 48 years. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. You can visit royalpizza.ca for a location nearest you. All right, uh, Brendan, just before we went to break, uh, we gave away a power pack. It's power pack number one. It includes the Oilers' home opener against the Boston Bruins. Uh, the trivia question we had for Power Pack number one, which was uh, three Pacific Division games and the game against Boston, had to do with the Boston Bruins. Name the current Oiler, who was actually part of a trade many years ago, at least the pick in which he was selected with, was part of the deal with uh, the Oilers acquiring Sergei Samsonov back in 2006 during the... Uh, Build up to the run. That was Kevin Lowe as general manager. He got Samsonov. He also got uh, Dwayne Rolison and Yaroslav Spashik. And those three players uh, helped uh, load up an Oilers team. And they came from eighth and went all the way to the seventh game of the Stanley Cup final. Oilers moved Marty Reisner, Jan Stashny, and a second round pick to Boston for Samsonov. Boston selected with that second round pick Milan Lucic. And who knew it? Ryan, big winner. Ryan is a big winner. He's got himself power pack of uh, four games. So congratulations to Ryan. Uh, we will do this again coming up on Friday's edition of Oilers Now. A reminder for you, Oilers 4 and 6 and 7 game power packs available for the upcoming Oilers season. They start at $299. That's $299. Up to uh, July 15th, uh, you can visit EdmontonOilers.com until 11.59 at night to sign up for advanced access to this year's Oilers power packs. They go on sale publicly on July 20th. Ten great packs to choose from. And again, EdmontonOilers.com. By the way, we are giving away Power Pack 4 on Friday, which includes games to uh, the Arizona against the Arizona Coyotes, the Montreal Canadiens. That's uh, always this a hot is, ticket. This is the one I think is going to sell the most. I oh. think that because of the Canadians. I think this yeah. will be the first one to sell out. And you have the Rangers yeah. and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And so, <laughs> yeah. Will they have Eric Carlson on their roster? Maybe. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do this. The Edmonton Oil Kings had a press conference today. Their new head coach is Brad Lauer. He was in town, and we catch up with him right here, right now. 
Well, Brad, you've had a couple weeks now to, I guess, uh, get things formulated. And uh, we had an, an opening interview with you when it was announced that you're going to be the head coach of the Oil Kings. Now that you've had it, some time to think about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, do you start planning out how you sort of want to approach things moving forward with your young group? Uh, well, I mean, for sure. I mean, you got. I mean, the, like you said, the gears you want to want to call them. They're spinning right now. I mean, there's a lot of things I, you know, I'm putting on paper and just the way I want to. Do do things because I mean it's it's exciting for me. Um, I'm looking so I'm looking forward to work with these young kids. Um, I feel I have a lot I can offer them. Um, I know talking to other teams, there's a lot there. There's a lot of good, good young talent and good core players coming back, which is which excites me. Um, you know, it's it's in a it's just, for me. It's just about slowing things down and make sure you, it's it's a process and make sure um, we're all on the same page. All right, we're all on the same page. You know, you grew up in a time in the Western League where uh, coaches believed in breaking kids down and building them up. That's kind of how character, in theory, 30 years ago was dealt with. We're at a completely different generation now. There's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, coaching seminars where guys, teachers will tell you four to one positive to negative reinforcement. Given the struggles the team has had in the last year and a half, how important is it going to be for you and Kurt as a GM and head coach team uh, to, to instill positive energy right from the start with this group and and be able to go because you're going to have nights where you get the crap kicked out of you you might get beat six or seven one on the road that happens Mm -hmm. especially with a younger team well i mean for sure i mean obviously uh the the last two years i mean i mean junior hockey is when you when you win a lot there's eventually going to be time when you're going to have your ups and downs and unfortunately the last two years um that that's happened uh Positivity is very important, you know. Uh, I know I talk a lot about communication, um, but the other thing is the accountability. I think the players have to understand that um, they got to be accountable. We're gonna we're gonna have a system that, um, you know, I think most kids will like to play, enjoy to play, and they're gonna have fun doing it. Um, but when I say fun, it's not. It's not a place where it's a country club fun. It's a business fun. It's it's uh, getting better fun. It's coming to the rink, uh, being with your teammates, um, enjoying each other's company. And when we practice, it's practice hard. It's doing the little things, the detail things that improve the group, the team as a as a whole. Uh, so we have better outcomes and, and we're trending this we're getting this team going the right way and you know positivity is good you know being positive um coaching wise like again you're right the 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 yelling and screaming is there going to be some i'm sure there is a little bit at times some frustration but i think for the most part it's going to be uh constructive criticism um that we're on the same same page that uh we can talk and still get stuff across. I had a long time coach say to me one time, in hockey, coaching comes down to one thing. Either coach to score the next goal, or you coach to stop the next goal from being scored. (laughs) In other words, you're either an offensive coach who presses, or a defensive coach who tries to thwart the opposition from scoring. Mm -hmm. Is that too simplified, or or are you are you more Uh, one than the other? I mean, you were a forward when you played. Yeah, no, I mean, I I agree. I mean, I, I mean, the style we played in Tampa. I mean, we were an up upscale team. I mean, we had skilled guys, but we also had guys. But uh, we wanted to play an up an upbeat game, a puck control game. 
we could score goals, but we also want to be responsible defensively, play D-zone fast so we can get on the offense where there's more and we're not as tired offensively. Um, we want to play with pace, obviously. I mean, that's a big part of today's game, especially the way it's gone the last four or five years. And, you know, uh, that's that's the way I see this group plan. You have some really good young defensemen. Uh, you got a defenseman that's going to be available for this year's draft that uh, uh, could conceivably go, you know, somewhere in the first. He'll certainly go in the first two rounds. He's likely to be on Canada's uh, team at the upcoming Helenka Gretzky as well. That's Matthew Robertson. Uh, Ethan Cap is a guy that was drafted 10th overall. His career has not progressed the way people thought it might. But you, you know, I guess what I'm saying here is, is it fair to say maybe the, the strength of the team is on defense or do you have a wave of forwards coming as well? No, I mean, I, th- I think you're right. I think uh, we got a lot of returning defensemen He's, and, a lot, and a lot of good young defensemen coming coming up. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think the, that's a big part of our, our strength is going to be on defense. Um, there, we've got guys that can offensively bring, bring uh, carry the puck, make plays offensively, and then we have guys that can complement them defending, being responsible defensively. Um, you know, it, it's a, for, I think for and junior hockey for, for kids, I mean, they can have a bad year, but they can also come back with it and have a really good year. There's, you know, it's 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 uh, it, it, it's um, one of those things when you're young, you can you can rebound, and you know that's what some guys didn't have great years last year. But I, ex- I expect them to have really good years this year. We uh, like to take a little bit of a trip down memory lane. Um, the guy coach of the Vancouver Giants is Mike Dick. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the connection because I believe you guys may have played together in, 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 in junior. <laughs> you know, that's quite possible. I mean, I'd have to. You're, you're bringing. We're going way back yeah. now. Um, no, I mean, there's a lot of. You know, it's funny because there's, there's a lot of guys. Well, obviously, when I coached here back in, in the league with Cooney uh, uh, 12, 15 years ago, um, some guys are still here coaching. I knew I mean, I played yeah. with Brent Sutter, so yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that know in this league, and it's it's a great league. I'm looking forward to the challenges for sure, um, you know, and I'm looking forward to meeting some of the guys that can maybe kind of lost touch with. Yeah, and it's interesting because you spent all those years with Corey Clouston, and you know, uh, John Sexsmith was in there with Global. His son's uh, uh, going to be a Vancouver Giant this year. He's a first round pick of Swift Current a couple of years ago, and uh, we did Corey's games at the U of A. And, and the funny thing about Corey back then is, believe it or not, and I know you're going to be shocked by this. <laughs> He was actually a bit of a wild man back then. So, so stuff that occurred that got made him a little bit straight laced because uh, he had a little bit of uh, you know what vinegar, and obviously his older brother Sean as well as coach of Minnesota. No, I know mean, you know I have a lot of respect for Corey. Some of the, a lot of things I, I mean, I started my coaching career in Kootenay with him, and and uh, you know he was he, uh, he he took a chance in hiring me. He brought me into Ottawa. Um, I've learned a lot with him. I mean, I, I respect him a lot. I, I, he, he's got a great great hockey mind. He sees the game very well. Um, you know, he was one of the f- first coaches that I that I he can make adjustments during the during the game. He didn't have to wait till the end of the period to make changes. He was able to he was able to to do it right on the bench as, as the game was going on. And I think that was one of his strengths as a coach. And uh, there's a lot of things I learned from him and that I still believe in today. You've been an assistant a lot. Now you're a head coach. That's the final question I have for you. Just yeah. in terms of how different is that going to be? 
that you're the guy now? Well, I mean, it's going to be different for sure. It is, you know. But you know, I keep I keep going back to some of the head coaches I worked with. You know, Boost Boudreau, uh, you know, Lane Lambert, and, and uh, John Cooper. I mean, they gave me opportunities, or I, I did jobs in from the NHL that I treated like whether head coach positions, whether the penalty kill power play or working with forwards, uh, stuff like that. They gave me the leeway to, to, to do what I believe or, you know, run it by them, but I, I took those coaching moments to kind of feel like it was a head coach opportunity and and it's going to be different for sure, but it's I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Brad, best of luck. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. That is Brad Lowry. He's the new head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Kurt Hill's the general manager. They're both rookies in the positions that they're in. Uh, Lauer, extensive uh, experience. Uh, you heard him mention Bruce Boudreau. He was an assistant in the Anaheim organization. Uh, Lane Lambert uh, has worked a lot with Barry Trotz over the years as well. And uh, Lauer is spending the last few seasons with the Tampa Bay Lightning with John Cooper, who I think most of us would agree is one of the best coaches in the National Hockey League. This is an opportunity for him, a window, uh, to see what he can do. Realistically, the Oil Kings, uh, I mean, I'd be surprised if they're a 40-win team. I think they're probably looking at 30 to 35 wins this season. Uh, They do have some good young defensemen. They've got some good forwards coming in the next couple of years. There's a cyclical nature in junior hockey, unless you're in London. Portland, uh, Quebec City, and Halifax. And in those cases, uh, uh, further uh, examination might explain uh, why that's the case. Even London this year ended up uh, unloading some players. They are, if if Bouchard ends up there uh, with Adam Boquist on the defense, uh, London's going to have a pretty good team from the back end in there. They're going to be able to create offense, and they're a professionally run organization. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Ulrich with you, 147 in Edmonton. We're going to take a timeout, come back with this day in Oilers history, uh, and get to some more texts on our West Log 4 text line. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place, ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 148 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now. To this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Looking at going on a river cruise in Europe in 2018? Visit newwesttravel.com for more information. Well, uh, I remember this. July 11th, 1997. Brendan Ulrich digging deep. Oilers re-sign Andre Kovalenko to a multi-year contract. As I recall, he went missing once on a road trip. And uh, Boris Mironov had to go find him. 
It was during the 96 World Cup, the Oilers had acquired Kovalenko's rights, and Doug Waite and Kovalenko got into it. The World Cup of Hockey. And they showed Glenn Sather in the stands watching the game, and he had a good chuckle. The Stan Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. We've got great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call a friendly staff at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. What's going on, Brendan? What do you got? A lot of people are upset that uh, we keep giving World Cup scores on the show. Apparently, well, let's. Uh, why would they like? Why would they be bothered by? They don't. <laughs> they've got the game PVR'd, or they don't think that we should be uh, updating the score. Or why? Well, I mean, we're radio. Our job is to update people on the fly. Yes live as much as we can so if we have a chance to give a world cup score we're likely going to do it all right I mean, so spoiler alert and here maybe, we go maybe we're pause gonna... for five seconds do a countdown okay maybe. we'll give you five seconds <laughs> if you don't want to hear the score they're going extra time it's tied <laughs> at one uh they did three minutes of uh of uh, extra time at the end of the half and we are now going to go uh two 15 minute halves here moving forward so this is the third consecutive game that We've seen Croatia play. What was amazing, you watched it. Brendan, Croatia were the better team in the second half of this game. England looked flat. 100%. I would say they looked flat. They looked fatigued, and Croatia's the team that's played uh, far more soccer over the course of this tournament. And it should be noted that, uh, you know, Croatia's midfield just completely dominated the second half. So we're tied at one, and uh, away we go. Your job is Oilers, guys. Stop the soccer scores. <laughs> what else can we say about the Oilers? What, right what do you now? want us to say? You want you want me to sit there and uh, hey, Stoffer, what's uh, you know which guys you think have the best uh, possibility to to push uh, from the East Coast League up to the American Hockey League? Uh, <laughs> what's going on in Bakersfield? Like who are they going to sign us? We already discussed it. It's been a you know, Joel Colburn's a name that's out there as a center that the Oilers might look at. It's been out there. You know, I think Jim Matheson, Dustin Nielsen put out Joel Colburn's name a while ago. Uh, Shore, that played for Calgary, Nick Shore. If he doesn't get an NHL deal, would the orders theoretically be on him? Sure, why not? He's a right shot, center, good possession guy. You Will, mentioned Hansen yesterday as well. Yeah, but he's not a... I, I mentioned Hansen as a potential 14th forward, but again, uh, as the tweet stated today, uh, the orders are going to get Bouchard signed. That's inevitable. They'll get Darnell Nurse signed. He's not getting an RFA offer sheet. Uh, they'll get Nurse signed. They'll get Bouchard signed. And when they sign the center, whoever that is, uh, if Bouchard's here at the start of the year, well, well, then that means that Edmonton's going to be at 47 contracts. So they have a decision to make whether or not they add a 48th guy. Maybe maybe they have a couple guys come in for a play-in spot on the team as a 14th forward. Like maybe Scotty Upshaw, who's been on a PTO two the last three years. Uh, one in St. Louis, one in Vancouver, and then St. Louis got injuries, so he left Vancouver and signed to St. Louis again. Uh, you know, maybe they have a play-in spot like that. We'll have to wait and see. So uh, there you have it. Again, you can text us at 630 Tweet us at Oilers now. Hey, Bob, what's the score? Uh, Topher says, Bob, your job is Oilers. Stop the soccer scores. Um, uh, Robbie out of Lac Labiche says, Bob, I'm currently building a man cave and would love a signed picture of us. When is Pro-Am Sports getting you booked from Robbie? You know what? We should do a deal with Pro-Am Sports. Maybe Louis DeBrusque, myself, uh, can make something happen on that front. Again, you can text us at 630-630. For the 239 guys that text the show, yes, it was uh, unquestionably Milan Lucic was the trivia answer. 
Uh, hey, Bob, I love the fact that you talk about other sports. Just a reminder to the listeners, it is July. July. You know, just, just to throw this your way, NHL Radio stopped with their live shows this week. Their guys that do the year-round shows, they don't do shows in the summer. Okay? As much as I'd like to talk all Oilers all the time, like I care about other teams and other things. And I would say an hour and 45 minutes of the show is on the Oilers, so yeah. 10 to 15 minutes on soccer is okay in my books. Well, at this time, at, in a World Cup year or in a Euro year or in a Champions League uh, play down, absolutely. Uh, you got the Eskimo game coming up against Friday. The Stoffer prediction, take the Eskimos by 20 off over the Argos. Am I out to lunch? Uh, well, I don't know. They are. I mean, Franklin looked pretty good last game. <laughs> yeah, they have Wilder Junior. Th- you know what? I always thought he had some ability there, yeah. right? Like it's it's going to be interesting. Like, is there a possibility that Mike Riley ends up signing with the BC Lions in the offseason? Can he go back to BC? <sighs> that would sting you, a lot of Eskimo you, fans. Well, you don't think that would be tough? You don't think Ed Hervey isn't? Sitting oh yeah, there? yeah. It's possible. Come it would on, suck. I mean, Ed Hervey and Chris Jones combined to win the, the Great Cup, right? They found the players. They had the defensive system. They had playmakers all over the place on defense. Uh, this is a great cup year for the Edmonton Eskimos. I mean, again, I, I got them at 12-6. and six. You got them at 13-5. and five. They're 2-2 two and two right now. I think they smoke the Argos. They on, should win, yeah. Okay. I don't know if they win by 20. Well, that'll be uh, tough. They should win the next three, for that matter, too. 5.33 game, 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday night. Uh, what does the uh, mega-talented Reed Wilkins have coming up tonight in Inside Sports? Speaking of the Eskimos, he has defensive coordinator Mike Benavides on the show tonight. Uh, Sportsnet soccer analyst Greg Forrest will be on. He's got football and soccer coming up. (laughs) Is he the guy texting us, complaining that we're talking to him? (laughs) He also has Masters long drive champion Kevin Blankhorn on the program. And so golf. So there you have it. Yeah. So golf, uh, soccer, and football. 155 in Edmonton. Up next, the global news weather traffic update uh, with. Eileen Bell in the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Uh, tomorrow it'll be Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing Fridays and Saturday nights at Northlands Park. Uh, they're going to extra time. We'll see whether or not it's going to be England or France. Uh, England and France or Croatia and France in the World Cup Finals. So long everybody from Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Volvo is inspiring the roads and creating a new way of living with the all-new XC40. Expressive design, ingenious storage, and technology that surpasses the rest means it is built for life in the city, our city. See and feel the beauty for yourself. Test drive the newly released 2019 XC40 